the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jennifer-jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women. Well, thank you for listening to Simply for Women. I'm Jennifer Jackson, and I have another Jennifer with me here live today at the radio studio, and it's Jen Myers, Jennifer Myers. (laughs) (laughs) We usually say Jen, so it's Jen and Jen, Jenny, Jen, all the Jens, right? Right. So I'm so glad that you are here with us today. You know, Jen is a mother and a wife and just has and a, and a worker at the church next door. We actually work together almost every day, at least every Tuesday for mm-hmm. sure. And it's been a joy and it's been fun to work together. You are an administrative genius. Yeah. <laughs> that is an, that's an understatement, actually. <laughs> so, but Jen, just why don't you introduce yourself a little bit and, and let's dive right into your God story. Okay, well, I'm Jennifer Myers, and I, I do have three adopted boys and a husband and live in uh, Hilliard. So mm-hmm. I work at the church next door uh, part-time, but it's kind of all the time because I'm there on the weekends and whenever people need help. And I just love that. It's, it's my, all consuming. Yeah, it's it? wonderful. I love <laughs> it. It just fills my life with joy. And, uh, you know, I do the administrative piece. I do volunteers, mm-hmm. coffee team, resource team, whatever mm-hmm. needs to be done. If it needs to be done and it's available to be done, I'll do it. I'll help whatever needs to be done. So, I And just, you are an amazing baker cook. Just, yeah, I do like to cook too. And you know, arts and crafts and jewelry and stuff like yes. that. <laughs> I almost made that. I almost wore that necklace you made me. It's so pretty today. I almost wore that today. <laughs> what Very talented. And quilt making. You're and a quilter. quilter. Yep. Yep. So many hobbies. Anything to try, I'll try it. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's good. Oh, so, yeah. So how did you meet the Lord? Well, that's a very interesting story because I grew up, you know, one parent was Baptist and one parent was Catholic and so I was kind of forced to go to religion and I had come to a point where I kind of decided that I didn't really need God. I Mm. wasn't sure, you know, I wasn't getting the clear message. Mm. Um, So I just kind of continued through life, not really knowing God and just uh, went through college and everything and got out of college. And I mean, I've always been a kind of goody two shoes in a sense, but when I got out of college, I made a lot of bad decisions, Mm. relationships and all that kind of stuff. And I just found myself going down a tube and I was a little depressed and I just didn't know what to do about it. And I was in a job and, you know, people had talked to me about God over the years, but you know how you just kind of ignore it. You're like, okay, that's not for me, whatever. And push, push it aside. Yeah. And there was a guy um, that worked there and he had met Jesus like for real. And he was like so happy. And we were in an environment that was a little bit stressful and he was just always so happy. And I was like, I just don't understand what he has. Um, and it, my life just got so dark at one point that one night I just had just a titch of faith. And I said, God, if you're real, I need to know. Mm. And that's, I mean, that's all it was able to say. I was so depressed that night and I went to work the next day. Nothing had changed. And I went to work and at mid morning, I stood up from my desk to go get a cup of coffee or something. And I felt like I hit a wall of God. Like all of a sudden I realized he was real. It's just washed over me and all of a sudden I knew that he was real and I couldn't turn back. There was no way to turn mm-hmm. back. 
And it was just like, I ran over to this guy's desk and I said, I, I, I think I just met God. <laughs> and, and he was so we like had a conversation, but it was just like, I couldn't believe it. And it was like, he was real, like all of a sudden the realness of God came to me. And I, you know, I, and I've actually had two experiences with God like this because that one happened and I started going to church and I got baptized and all that kind of stuff and started living a better life. But I was still able to see the Bible as gray and I was still able to make bad decisions, which I did make bad decisions. Mm. I, I knew what God wanted to, in a way, but I was still in a point where I was like reading the Bible the way I kind of wanted to read it and flexible with it. But back up just a second. You, I love a sentence prayer. And, and what was that sentence prayer again that you said? Just say it again so that I hear it. It was just, you know, God, if you're real, show me. And he did. And like, he did. Boom, the next he met, day. He met me. It was a miracle. It truly was. So even though this was the very beginning of, of your real journey, mm -hmm. but what a powerful prayer. And anyone listening today, you can pray that. He yeah. Will, he always answers those prayers. He always does. And he was right there. And, you know, despite what I did with that after I was not able to turn away from him at that point because mm. he was so real and I knew that he was there and there was, there was no question that he had answered that prayer. So now you're walking along and you said that you saw the Bible as maybe gray. It was That's interesting. It was gray. Yeah. I was going to church that kind of like allowed some things that were not really biblical. And I was kind of able to see things still a little bit. I wasn't a hundred percent invested if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Like I, mm -hmm. I, bought a Bible and I was going to church and I was involved and stuff like that, but I was still kind of able to not commit fully. And it wasn't after until after I met my husband and we came to the church next door mm. and, you know, I was helping and working at the church next door at that point and people were talking to me about the Holy Spirit. Mm. And then you and Kim mm -hmm. prayed over me to receive the baptism oh. of the Holy Spirit. And that's what really after that point, everything changed. Like the God moved mm. into my heart. He went from just being with me to moving into my heart. And that really, you know, everything became clear. And I realized that the Bible is not gray. It's actually black and white. And it says what it means, what it says. Mm. And God will meet you at every point And he will keep you from taking the steps that you shouldn't take at that point. So it's like there's for me, there were two steps in that. It was the, the first baptism and then the second baptism, which is throughout the Bible, you know, and we miss that a lot, but it's very important. And you, it, it's that closeness with God that you need, that thing that's mm -hmm. like him holding your hand and saying, okay, now walk this way. Now walk that way. Now that, you know. So did your life begin to purify at that point? Totally. I mean, he just leaned into me and said, yeah, there's some things that you need to look at. We need to change. You know, before that, you know, Aaron and I were pretty newly married and I was always like, God, will you change him? God, won't you just please, <laughs> please, this thing needs That's to be right. fixed. This thing needs to be fixed. And as soon as I met the Holy Spirit, God was like, okay, you're the one that needs to be fixed. <laughs> Let's work with you a little bit. And the mm. funny thing is my husband actually didn't really need to be fixed. He was pretty secure in his face. He's a pretty great guy. He's a really great guy. You know, and I just, it was me who had to change and I've been changing all this time and I'm still working on it, but. Well, and that's what I love about you. You've been so teachable, like going back and, and, you know, if we never go back and dig out our past and mm -hmm. our history before the Lord with the Lord and work through those places, it's really hard to yeah. move forward. Well, everybody has wounds, you know, mm -hmm. and those wounds hurt and we can carry them around and let them just rule our life. Or we can say, okay, God, I really want to let that go. And I really want to heal, mm -hmm. you know, and I've. 
that's what the Holy Spirit did for me is that he always just kind of pushed me to, you know, okay, let's look at this now. Let's, you don't need to live with that mm-hmm. pain. Let's let that go. And you can have newness mm-hmm. there. Okay. Now let's look over here at this. Mm-hmm. And you know, we've, he and I have done a lot of work that way and it's always, it's like an onion, you know, that's being peeled away. It and is it's just, it's so refreshing. And I just, to look at me then and look at me now, it's a totally different person. Mm. You know what I mean? Would you want to share one of the greatest pains or, or, or pain that God helped you through? Well, probably the biggest one I had was just my relationship with my mom because mm-hmm. we were totally opposite. You know, I needed to be told I was loved. I needed to be hugged. I needed all that kind of stuff. And she really didn't do that. And my parents fought a lot during those years. So I kind of just went my own way. And so, you know, one of the things that I really struggled with is just what to do with that pain. I've tried to fill it with people and friends and relationships, and I've tried to fill that hole with so much. And God just told me a couple of things. Well, one, he needed my parents specifically to make me. He wanted me. Hmm. He put you in that hole. He made me on purpose, Mm -hmm. and he, he created me and wants me for his purposes. So that was one reason. But also he is my father and my mother. He Mm. fills any hole that I have. And he wants to walk with me and hold my hand and be there with me. And he's given me a family and church. I mean, some people think I can do God on my own. But the purpose of the community is to be together Mm -hmm. and to love each other and to support each other. You know, when we did the adoption, we had a support system in the church. It was amazing, you know. And also he restores some of those relationships too in the process as we learn Mm -hmm. and as we grow. Yeah. And he helps us like my mom and I have a good relationship, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's taken a lot of effort on my part to say, okay, this stuff's not important. What's important is our our relationship. And it doesn't matter that we're in different places or that I didn't get what I thought I needed because it's hard. You're trying to, you spend a long time trying to fill that hole and you now have a child with a similar situation and I'm able to Mm. kind of see where he's coming from. You know, yeah, God prepares us. He does what we need for who we're going to be. Mm-hmm. And the truth is a lot of what I've learned and a lot of what I've worked through, I've actually been able to use with the people that I walk with and that I help, you know, because it's not about me. It's not about me. I think the way you, the reason you're able to encourage so many women is because you have walked that journey and dug it out mm-hmm. and it makes a big difference. Yeah. And Doyle's even said it before, if you've got that splinter (laughs) stuck in there right it Mm -hmm. just festers and it just creates more problems and you have layer upon layer of pain and if and you have to go back to that splinter and you have to pull it out so that everything else can heal put a little neosporin on yeah but it it takes time (laughs) yeah but it heals layer by layer wow so god has done so much healing he does he has from a breath prayer and say it say it for us again god are you real okay. yeah god god if you're real show me god if you're to real know. show me mm-hmm. i need to know well that may be your prayer today you may be listening to jen and saying god if you're real show me and i know that he will you know you've been listening to simply for women and this is where we're, we we want to take faith off your to-do list and simply make god a part of your everyday life he simply wants to be with you and he is simply for you every moment of your day. You know, if you have a prayer request or even if you want to share your story on the show, all you need to do is to go to jennifer-jackson.org to learn more. Go to jennifer-jackson.org. You've been listening to Simply for Women.
We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be. Simply be with God.